listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on everyone, Mike Pankow here, founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. This week on the podcast, we have two special guests, Jordan Cross, who joined us earlier this year, was one of our most popular guests on the show. Plus, we're bringing in veteran Chicagoland wrestler Dave Rydell. So both Jordan and Dave will be joining us a little bit later on in the show to talk about SSW and sports and signings Face Your Fears show on October the 9th in Kenosha. We have a lot to get to. It was a huge week in professional wrestling and even a bigger week coming up. And the month of October is going to be crazy busy for Windy City Slam. We're going to be at several shows next month. We're going to make our presence felt and presence known in various promotions. And I can't wait. I'm very excited for all that. Let's get to some national wrestling news first. AEW's last week was an outstanding series of shows between Dynamite and Rampage. The Kenny Omega-Brian Danielson match went to a 30-minute time limit draw, and it was everything that it was advertised to be. Two of the best wrestlers in the world today. Amazing stuff. I'm glad they didn't have a schmazz finish, although some people felt that the time limit draw was a bit of a cop-out. But I think they're building towards something bigger, and I'm very excited to see where they're going with that. It was a very strong four hours of wrestling between the two shows on TNT last week, including CM Punk's victory over Powerhouse Hobbs and the dream eight-man tag team combination of the Lucha Bros and Santana and Ortiz. That was a sight to behold on Friday night last week. Good stuff. WWE Extreme Rules was also this past Sunday night. Solid show. Some quirky stuff here and there, though. Not a whole lot of extreme except in the main event. Unless, of course, you count Charlotte Flair tearing Lily to shreds and Alexa Bliss crying and screaming afterward. Not sure if that's how extreme that is, but her poor doll ripped to shreds. And rest in peace, Lily. Very sad news there. But the main event, we had Roman Reigns retaining the WWE Universal Championship over the Demon Finn Balor. Quirky finish. The Demon's music is playing. He's resuscitated from a beatdown. It looks like he's going to win the match. But all of a sudden, the ropes snap. The music stops playing. Roman hits the spear, and that's it. It's all over. On to Crown Jewel for Roman Reigns. And Brock Lesnar awaits him there in a few weeks. Also, Sasha Banks returned to interfere in the Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair SmackDown Women's title match. That should be interesting where they go with that. It was a bit of a schmazz ending. Now maybe all three will be involved in the title picture, pending on what happens in the WWE draft that begins this weekend on SmackDown Live. 
Quick notes from NXT. Cora Jade, formerly known as Elena Black on the Chicago wrestling scene, she wrestled in the main event of 205 Live last week. She lost a match to Ember Moon, but it's probably the best match she's had since signing with WWE and NXT. She's only 20 years old, so there's nowhere to go but up for Cora Jade. And also, I want to mention Tony D'Angelo, formerly known as POW Tag Team Champion Joey Ariola had vignettes over the last two weeks at NXT 2.0. Very excited for Joey then to see where the Tony D'Angelo character goes. And personally, I was really, really afraid what was going to happen with NXT with Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard supposedly having more input and influence over the product. But to me, so far, it's exceeded my expectations. And I'm kind of excited about some of the stuff that's happening so far. And I really, really like Braun Breaker. That's Rick Steiner's son. Man, that kid looks chiseled out of granite. He's a future main event player in WWE. So stay tuned for more Braun Breaker. Even though I don't totally like the name, Rick Steiner would have been really, really cool. But good old WWE has to rename everybody and not even acknowledge you know, family lineage. So you know, we'll see what happens there. Hopefully they'll be, they will acknowledge that at some point. Switching to the local scene, and man, there's a ton of stuff to cover. A lot of good stuff. Freelance Underground was last weekend, Saturday, September the 25th, at Thornton Distilling in Thornton. I won't spoil the ma- uh, matches or the results or anything like that. We had Calvin Tankman and Kevin Koo. We had Trevor Outlaw and Devin Monroe, and a whole bunch more, including the Freelance Underground Tag Team Champions, Davey Bang and August Matthews, making their first title defense. That show will be coming soon to IWTV, so stay tuned for that and check out the show there. Again, I won't spoil those results. WOWT was back at the Berwyn Eagles Club last Saturday night, September the 25th, and in the WOWT Championship match, El Cuervo de Puerto Rico becomes the new champion. He defeats Bandolero, who was the incoming champion, and Triton in a triple threat match to win the title. And also in the Chicago Championship match, AJ Flyer retained over Just Amazing and Alas de Fuego. GLCW was back at Circle B Recreation in Cedarburg, Wisconsin last Saturday night with Have a Nice Day. Great turnout to see WWE legend Mick Foley as the special guest. A rundown of the matches real quick. We had Legacy of Brutality. That was Cash Flow and Isaiah of OVW. They defeat Chucky Bates and Dysfunction. Then we had Adam Grace defeating Drew Hernandez. The crafty veteran Angel Armani defeats Charles Kobe. Jordan Cross defeats the returning Eric Priest. We had Sierra who made quick work of poor perfection before facing and beating Hollywood Haley J. Joey the Jet Avalon defeats Russ Jones. The Express, Ryan Cross and Dr. Jeff Luxon, defeating Dustin Jackson and TW3. And the Fanny Pack Kid, Cal Hero, defeats Tony Gunn. Crash-tested wrestling, Whiplash, last Friday night in Hobart, Indiana. Results courtesy of Mr. Steve Arendt, who was our guest last week on the podcast. And if you missed that, you can check out Steve Arendt on the archives from wherever you get your, download your podcasts or at WindyCitySlam.com. 
We had CNC Destruction, Chris Miller and Cody James. They officially joined High Society. And then they began to assault Steve Arendt on commentary before Steve was saved by his new bodyguard, Jay Thunder. Filth King Brubaker defeated Mario Pardua. Then we had Flyer and Pierce defeating Wade Evans and the surprising CJ Esparza. Nick Diamond and defeats Luke Savage. And also Jared Kripke defeated Mike Strong. And those were chasing Destiny qualifier matches. Sanji defeats the counselor Eric Schultz. Then we had Natasha Crane destroying Celine Gray, making her pass out in a very strong bear hug type maneuver. Tough, tough night for Celine Gray, I guess. And then we had CNC defeating the Soul Touches. That's Marche Rocket and C Red, thanks to interference by Filth King Brubaker. And that gives Cody James a championship match next month against Marche Rocket, who's the crash-tested wrestling champion. Plus, they attacked Ref Turtle after the match, and now Turtle will be returning in-ring for CTW as he's fighting Chris Miller next month. Turning real quick to Southland Championship Wrestling from last Saturday night in Shabantz, WrestleTopia 2, these highlights, again, courtesy of Steve Arendt. Just a few matches I want to touch upon. JPH retaining the SCW Championship. He defeated Ruthless Ramon. Then Ivan Manson defeats Scott Spade in an incredibly bloody Shabazz Steel Chain match. And then we had Max Holiday fighting Sean Mulligan to a double countout. And also, congratulations to the sharpshooter James Creed on winning the Genesis Championship by defeating Jake Andrews. Moving on to upcoming events this weekend, and there are a lot of those as well. AAW's defining moment is Friday night, October 1st at 115 Bourbon Street in South Suburban Marionette Park. The AAW tag team titles are on the line when Jake Something and Stallion Rogers, the champions defend against Larry D and Iron Demon Shane Mercer. The AAW Women's Champion, Allison Kay, defends against Sky Blue and Christy Janes in another triple threat match. Plus, there'll be AAW Champion Fred Yehai, the Heritage Champion Hakeem Zane, and much, much more. Rocket Pro returns after a year and a half absence. Darkness Falls comes upon Joliet at St. Joseph's Park Saturday night, October the 2nd. That main event will be a last ride match, and the winner will put the loser in a hearse. And the Rocket Pro Championship is on the line as Shogun Chris Logan defends against Marche Rocket. Plus, Saturday night, October the 2nd, POW Entertainment's Road to Rage, their final big show before Wrestle Rage in November, and that'll be at the Fox Lake American Legion. Finally, Sunday, Golly Mania. Sunday night, October the 3rd at Cicero Stadium in Cicero. Big night here. Mil Muertes will wrestle L.A. Park. And I believe I read that this is the first time that these two will ever wrestle each other in the United States. So it's definitely an event to behold. Then we have the Golly Tag Team Champions, Aramis and Arez. 
defending against Gringo Loco and Golden Dragon. Then we have Iho Day, L.A. Park, and L.A. Park Jr. team up to take on Mecha Wolf and Laredo Kid. For the Galley Undisputed title, champion Cody Jones defends against Arrow Boy. For the Discovery Championship, champion Atomico Jr. takes on Bryce Benjamin. Also, Project Monix on his route to the final phase later next month for Freelance Underground will be making a rare appearance for Gali Lucha Libre as well. And for more events in and around the Chicagoland area, Southeast Wisconsin, Northwest Indiana, plus the big boys, go to WindyCitySlam.com and check out the calendar for much more. But coming up next, our special guests for this week, and they're going to be talking about SSW and sports and signings, Face Your Fears, coming up on October 9th. We have Jordan Cross and the veteran Dave Rydell coming up next on Windy City Slam Podcast. Check out WindyCitySlam.com for news, analysis, photo galleries, and links for Chicago and independent wrestling, plus stories on the big boys such as AEW. WWE, and Impact Wrestling. Also, while you're there, catch up on the latest episodes of Windy City Slam Podcast. All right, here we are on Windy City Slam Podcast. And in a couple of weeks, we have SSW slash Sports and Sightings Face Your Fears. And that's less than two weeks away, October the 9th at the Brot Stop in Kenosha. And, and this week on the podcast... We have two guests. We have a guy that's a friend of the show, and he's making his return to the podcast, young and upcoming Jordan Cross. And for the first time, veteran wrestler, Chicago area's own Dave Rydell. How are you guys doing? Doing good. We've been trying to do this for a long time, you and I, Mike. Yep. And Jordan, how you doing? I'm living the dream. Awesome. And Dave, real quick, before we get into the, the more serious stuff, about a year or so ago, I ordered a T-shirt from you, and I was expecting, okay, it should be in the mail in a couple of weeks or whatever. And um, I get a message from you one Saturday morning, and it's like, check your ring doorbell. And you were at my house making a hand delivery of your shirt for me. And I'm like, I felt so honored. I mean, is that something you do for all of your fans, or is just that's a special thing? <laughs> No, you know you got a special place in my heart, Michael. <laughs> I mean, it was funny that day. We, we stood out on my uh, my front porch for probably 35, 45 minutes, maybe even an hour. And I was joking back then. I'm like, we could have probably just recorded the podcast at that point. <laughs> yeah, that was what was talked about because we had always been trying to work it into a Monday. I know you guys said you did about 11 o'clock noon-ish, you know, mm -hmm. for a Monday. And I'm usually at work, but there are those occasions where I'm on uh, night shifts. So Monday would work, but I, I mean, I just hadn't done it in so long. And up until about maybe four or five weeks ago, I went back on night shifts, but we had this set up and it worked out good for a nice Sunday morning. See how my nephew's doing and see how uh, Uncle Mike's doing over there too. <laughs> I see you got your uh, new CM Punk shirt on. Indeed. <laughs> Very excited for him in AEW, by the way. And it was great to see him back after seven and a half years away from the wrestling ring. 
All okay. right, let's get into Face Your Fears on October the 9th. And one of the main attractions, and I'm so excited about this, former WWE and WCW superstars Haku and the Barbarian, a.k.a. the Faces of Fear. And they're facing the Express, uh, Ryan Cross and Dr. Jeff Luxon. Um, And Jordan, I just want to ask you this real quick. Did your dad ever suggest that you and Cal would be the opponents for the Faces of Fear? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That was never talked about. I, I no, no, sir. Be grateful, at least for that now. That wasn't talked about to you, Jordan. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I forgot to do a chore or something, maybe dad would feed me to them, but not that I'm aware of. <laughs> okay. Uh, now let's get to the show a little bit. Now, do you know either one of you who you will be wrestling that night? I actually just found out um, about middle of the week that me and my good friend, Marche Rocket, are going to be taking on our uh, our own new young bucks, uh, Dustin and Cal. And uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I've worked with Cal a little bit. And... You know, some time has gone by with the pandemic, especially, and I see he's growing uh, in the ring, and so is Dustin. And same could be said for Jordan. I mean, that was what a year ago, Jordan, that me and you wrestled for uh, Dave Hero up at GLCW. Oh, yeah, it was almost a year ago now. Yeah, I, think was like I, I wanted, I wanted to give you a good match, uh, throw a little bit of everything into that match, and and I'd say that the. Uh, I'd say it was a success. I don't think it was a I bad so. match. I've had those matches where the minute the match ends, I'm already shaking my head, you know, maybe not physically, but in my mind, I'm already just, I'm upset with the match because something didn't go the way that I wanted it to, or maybe we didn't get a reaction, but um, definitely that match with you, Jordan, that was by the end of it. I said, thank you right away. And the you know, while you, the pin was happening. It just, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. And the fucking fans popped pretty good too. So I can't, you know, can't say anything about that. Yeah, no, it was definitely one of my favorites getting to be in the ring with you one-on-one plus the new stipulation that we found out about day of that. It was a two out of three falls match. It was fun. Yeah. Day. I mean, you know, stuff happens on the fly and that's fine. Um, but yeah, with, with Cal and Dustin, I think it's going to be the same thing. Me and Marche have been in SSW since the beginning. Um, and that's, you know, kind of funny too. So backstory on that, Jordan watched me in like my first matches at SSW, you know, in the crowd, sitting with his mom. And, you know, after the show, it was always a joke. He would always come up to me and ask me, do you, do you know who I am? And I said, yes, Jordan, I know who you are. Uh, your dad had introduced me to you and your dad would always tell me how much you enjoyed watching me wrestle. And, you know, it was just the natural thing to do that when you broke in that I was your first match. And, uh, you know, over the years you get little, little pieces that, you know, add to, to the journey, you know, we get, uh, we get to work with our nephews or, you know, you get to see you know, fans in the crowd that used to come in besides you, Jordan, that whole group in, in SSW, all those shows that we did the outdoor uh, at coins and whatnot. Yep. 
you watch these kids show up when they're, you know, eight, nine, 10 or younger and, you know, 10, 15 years goes by. And then you see those kids again and it's like, oh my God, you know, are you still in school? You know, are you working? You know, you go through all that thing. You feel like a parent sometimes on top of being a parent for me, it just, uh, it's pretty rewarding. Now, before we get to what you may or may not be doing on the ninth, Jordan, I kind of wanted to bring you guys together because you and Dave actually wrestled each other in your very first match. Now, what was that experience like back when you had your first match with Dave? Uh, My first match, that was probably the most nerve-wracking experience of my life just because I've never been in in front of that many people before. Um, And in my head, it was... That was like my WrestleMania. That was my one moment. Like if nothing else, at least I had that moment and I got to be in there with uncle Dave. So that was fun. Um, I, I think I did decent for my first match and then to have Gangrel come in and do a run in, that was something that not many people can say was a part of their first match. Yeah, WWE legend <laughs> makes a run in, in your debut match. That's pretty darn cool. All right. Um, so Jordan, coming up on October the 9th, there's kind of like a a little bit of an open challenge out there for you. Uh, Could you take me a little bit through that? Um, Yeah, so it was announced on SSW's Facebook a few months ago that Frank the Clown was added to the lineup for Face Your Fears, and he was going to be hand-selecting my opponent. Um, Who that opponent is, I have no idea. I don't know what Frank has planned. I don't know what Frank plans on doing to me, with me, who he has coming, how many people he has coming. I have no idea. Um, I know that I'm prepared. I'm not going to be alone. I'm not going to come without a backup plan because obviously Frank likes to cheat. He likes to play with the rules. Um, Obviously you were there at warrior wrestling last year when I was literally sitting in the crowd and him and Robert Anthony came up to me. They called me out. They attacked me. They put me through a door. Um, so that's kind of where this all started. It's been about a year in the making since I've, I've not been able to get revenge for that. And I'm hoping to finally get my hands on Frank the Clown. That's a crazy little history you have with him. Uh, it's been a year since that all went down at warrior. And I remember that like it was yesterday and, Ego had the kendo stick and, and Frank took some cheap shots at you. So um, I'm hoping you can get some revenge against whomever it might be on um, October the 9th. Now uh, let's go to Dave here. Since you're a first time guest, I kind of want to talk a little bit about your career. You've been doing this for quite a while, right? Yeah. Going on uh, 15, 15 years. Okay. Um, Doing some research, I've, I've seen you've worked for companies, obviously, like SSW and GLCW, but Power Entertainment, where you're a former tag team champion with Dr. Jeff Luxon. There's even matches in there from Chicago Style Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Blitz. So over your career, um, what kind of sticks out for you? Uh, well, the SSW will always be home. Um. I'd say with SSW throughout the years of that kind of changing around, um, I've got to be me, you know, a lot of places they have 
I'd say for a lot of the, the smaller companies, they don't have an idea what the hell they're doing. So we come in and they put us into a role, not a great role. We roll with it, but with SSW, I've got to be me. Um, I never got stuck with um, bad talent, I would say. Uh, nobody that I've worked with was a friend of a friend that, you know, hey, you know, do me a favor, wrestle this person. Um, SSW, I've gotten, you know, carte blanche to, you know, do whatever. Um, and I think that over the years, I mean, if you if you look far back enough at SSW, I also had a punk rock gimmick, Jordan. <laughs> and, you know, I had long hair when I had started and I was 130 pounds and everything I had was lime green and blue to match my attire. And I had a, uh, how, how high would you say my hair? It was at least a foot high of mohawks. I, different yeah, it was, it was probably over a foot. You know, I mean, I tried different things. I always had different hair colors. Um, I had something shaved into my hair to match with, you know, whatever my gimmick was. When I was doing a Canadian gimmick up at Brew City. When we were part of Team A, I used to put Canadian, uh, the Maple Leafs, uh, shaved into the side of my hair. <laughs> um, all of my, my gear, that started because of SSW. You know, like I was losing my love for, for doing it because... I would drive out somewhere in the middle of nowhere on my dime, you know, not make a lot of money for the gas return home or, you know, for food or whatnot. But it was, uh, it was with SSW when things started progressing more and the crowds started getting bigger and bigger. Cause I mean, we, we talk about that all the time when we pack the brat stop, we pack the brat stop. I mean, we've had the fire marshal come and say, you can't let nobody else in. We've had to go and get more chairs to set up because it's just, I mean, it's wall to wall elbows to, you know, assholes. Um, but I started uh, getting my love for it back and seeing that there was more younger guys up and coming and, you know, people that were, you know, taking it very seriously because I think you should. I mean, this is our lives. You can't just trust your, you know, your body. I still have a regular job. I get up every morning, you know, I go to work, I leave at 430 in the morning and I'm home by like, you know, two or three, depending on if we, uh, if the superintendent or the GCs aren't there, we sneak out the back door when we can. But that love started coming back and that just became a thing where I started sewing all my um, all my own tights. And I generally never wear the same thing twice just because it was so much fun to, you know, to keep getting creative. I mean, not only am I creative, like, you know, when we're putting matches together and what we want to do and you know, picking your theme music and stuff like that to be a wrestler, but you send your money somewhere and you tell them, this is the design I want. You're not always going to get that back. And that happened quite a few times with me as wrestlers, you know, you spend $350 for, you know, a pair of boots or four or $500 and you get pairs of tights and then you put them on and they don't fit right. They don't look right. I just said, I, I don't want to do this anymore. So I picked up a sewing machine and figured it out. You know, I just, that's kind of where, where wrestling is. I mean, you could teach people all you want 
about, you know, how to do the craft, but being in the ring and getting that experience, that's where you get, is that, is that your dad over there? Do I see your dad in the, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Ryan Cross. What are, what are we doing down here? We're, we're talking wrestling. Oh, is this a podcast? Yes, sir. Dr. Joe in the house. That's Dr. <laughs> Jeff. That's Dr. Jeff. I'm I'm just Ryan Cross. Oh, Mike Pankow. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, sir? Good. Sorry for this improv uh, breaking in on this. No, this is cool. I love it. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I live with Jordan, so... <laughs> We're What's just going talking on, man? about we're just talking about the show coming up on October 9th. Huge. I think uh we just crossed uh 290 tickets sold right now. Very night. good, very good. Yep. It's gonna be a huge show. Mike, you're gonna be there, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, Windy City Slam is gonna be uh doing all the uh coverage then. Yep. All Photos right. and everything. Because <laughs> let me tell you something, Mike Pangow is the only one I allow. To cover my shows. <laughs> Much appreciated, uh, Ryan. Much appreciated. <laughs> All right. I'll let you guys get back to your thing. And uh, you guys have a good day. Mike, take it easy, buddy. Uh, we'll see you soon. Love you, Joseph. Hi, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you never but, know what's going to happen here on Windy City Slam podcast. So, you know, uh, we're live. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I mean, I got my love back for wrestling, and, and SSW will always be home. You know, I branch out to where I know I'm going to be surrounded by good people. If you go into a locker room and it's negative, get the hell out of there. You know, that's that's not something you want to even think about playing around with, because if those guys aren't taking it seriously, you know, do you really want to put your body on the line? A wrong bump or something in a match because somebody else was careless? I mean, I've... I could say I've never hurt anybody over the years, little bumps and bruises, but nobody's ever broken anything. You know, I'm just, I like to, to take my time and take care of the other person. And that's the way that it should be. Um, but that's again, why I'm in SSW and why I've been around as long as I have. Dave, you've covered a lot of bases there. And I love the fact that you're so resourceful now that you, you actually make your own gear. That is really, really cool. And I was going to actually ask you about what makes SSW so special. And I think you covered a lot of that. And now I'm going to turn that question to Jordan. What makes SSW so special? It's quite the family environment with a lot of the, the boys back there. SSW is where I saw wrestling for the first time. It's where growing up, I watched my dad do it. And for the longest time, I thought it was neat, but I never wanted to be a part of it. And then one day I saw a match uh, with dad and Jeff and I forget who else, but I just decided like, hey, maybe I should try this. Like, this is cool. And it's just been awesome. Like all of my uncles to see me grow up around it and be in the ring with them, like Marche, Vic, Dave, like Jeff, I get to work with all of the people that I grew up looking up to. And it's just such a cool feeling knowing that all of that started because of SSW. Now, Jordan, let's get to you a little bit more. You're starting to branch out more around Chicago. Uh, you just recently worked for Berwyn Championship Wrestling in a, a fatal four-way match. And you've been working some stuff with Warrior, like in the ring and behind the scenes. 
And also, um, you've been putting in some time with Uncle Doug Simmons, who just many, <laughs> many people to, around Chicago talk about, and, and people like Sky Blue, Mr. Kate, even Mustafa Ali have uh, had work with him and just rave about Uncle Doug. So tell me a little bit about your uh, your Chicago connections and Uncle Doug. Um, Chicago is, I don't even know how that happened. I just kind of started branching out. Everyone around here typically goes north to Milwaukee, which has a great wrestling scene. Um, but I wanted to go south because that's kind of where the people that I'm close with, like Vic Capri, Eric Priest, Dave Rydell, they're all Chicago guys. So when I started branching out, I started going south. And then I've, I haven't always been super close with Doug. He's always been around. But then the last few years, me and Doug got very close. And he's given me the opportunity to work in the ring with guys like uh, Mustafa Ali, Kylie Ray. It's uh, it's just been crazy. Like the last two years I've gotten very close to Doug. And, um, in terms of like Irwin and warrior, I just went down there to hang out and stuff ended up happening. You put in work and it, you get your return on it. Yeah. Sharply dressed most of the time. And, uh, Mr. Tortorello, uh, sending you on, uh, pickups for wrestlers at the airport i mean like joey janela and um who else did you pick up recently that you were telling me about oh that was a fun ride um thunder rosa and alan angels oh my gosh yeah and did you guys actually end up partying afterward for your 21st <laughs> that's true <laughs> you sure did <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> I almost got to drive Minoru Suzuki back to the airport a couple of years ago, but unfortunately I had to tell Steve, my car is kind of on the fritz. I had to take it to my brother-in-law's house that night and leave it there for him to take a look at. Otherwise I would have been able to drive Minoru Suzuki back to O'Hare airport. That would have been pretty been. sweet. Yeah. Darn it. <laughs> okay. Um, Dave, you had yes, some sir. time in POW entertainment and you got to tangle with, a, a young man named Joey Ariola a few times. And now he's in NXT as Tony D'Angelo. And I'm very excited to see that. Well, what's your take on uh, Joey? Joey has, um, he's got a good amateur background to him. So naturally WWE is going to look into, you know, that side of things. But um we worked three or four matches when I was uh, tagging with Jeff, and um, those matches went okay. Um, you know, Joey's still very wet behind the ears, but I think he'll he'll be getting some good in-ring training now. And um, I guess when you're starting out, the biggest thing is just your nerves. You know, you're always worried about, you know, what I'm doing and this and that. And I told Jordan from the start, get that out of your head. Let's just go out there and have fun. You know what to do. It's inside of you. You know, that's why you're so nervous. You know, you, you, you love it. You want it to be successful. You want to be successful. And you got, a, you know, a huge, a huge group of people behind you just, you know, holding you. We're here if you're going to fall. You know, we'll pick up the pieces. We'll put you back together. But for the younger guys that are listening, you know, don't don't put so much thought into the moves. Think about more about, you know, why you're doing them. Find out where they fit. You know, everybody wants to go up and oh, I seen this move on TV and I'm going to do this and that. If you've never done that before and you're a young guy listening right now, don't bring that up in a locker room. 
because I'm just going to tell you, no, we're not doing that. Or during the match, I'm going to call an audible on it and we're going to go the other way with it. Because again, it goes back to safety. Everybody wants to hurt somebody now or look like they're hurting somebody. The problem is, is you could actually hurt somebody. And again, it goes back to, you know, I, I have a lot on my shoulders right now. I have to continue working. And I don't mean to switch gears with this, but Jordan knows, Jeff knows, Joe knows, you know, I've got my, my core group of people, Backwoods Brown out there, shout out to UK, but stuff happens over the years. You know, you think you're, you know, you're on cloud nine and next thing you know, the rug gets pulled out from under you. And that's what happened in 2016 for us. Um, my wife got cancer. We weren't married at the time and we had no idea. We thought maybe she just had hurt herself, you know, lifting in the gym with me. And it's been on the, uh, downward spiral since then. Two huge surgeries that, uh, Rush Hospital, they've never had longer surgeries than hers. Uh, two different types of radiation. We're on two treatments of chemo already, and we're starting another one on Monday. She can't work anymore. She's on disability. I've got three kids, her, and my job. So I love wrestling, but it's not paying my bills. So when we're in the ring, there is a certain amount of respect that I demand. And I guess it just made me look at the world different now. You know, we're finding out new things that <clears throat> she can do and that we could do together that might not have been what we looked at 10, 15 years ago, stuff that we wouldn't do. So where we're at now as a, as a married couple with kids, we kind of look at all the younger people and, you know, I'm not going to bash you. if you want to go out and, you know, party and drink. That was, if you talk about anything about after parties in Chicago or Wisconsin or anywhere else we've been in Tennessee, I could hang with the best of them. If you want to see some wild shit, Dave Rydell was usually at the bar, but now looking at it, I mean, I've, I've grown up a lot, you know, I've had to grow up a lot. So like I said, you know, when we're in a match, I can't afford to not go to work the next day. But I don't know, I guess part of that now, you mentioned a few names before and something that did happen recently. If you see somebody at the gym or at a restaurant and you know it's that person, at least give a hey, hey, what's up? How you been? Because you don't know what that other person's going through, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't want to get too specific because I never got a chance to talk to him yet. Hard guy to get a hold of. But if somebody's wearing a mask and you have an idea that it's that person, that's not my job to go up to somebody else at the gym when I'm not wearing a mask and I have an Icopro tank on and a pair of Zubas and I look like fucking Dave Rydell. At least come over, shake my hand and say, hey, man, how you been? I remember hearing always treat the other person, you know, going down or the same way or going up the same way you want to be treated as you're going down. And I feel like I, I didn't get that treatment. Um, but 
you know, we all still stay somewhat in touch through social media. I mean, I've got more wrestlers on my social media than I have, you know, fans. But I don't know. That whole thing just you said something earlier about somebody at the gym and training with people. And I just wanted to get that off my chest that it's been bothering me for a couple of weeks now. So anybody else that's out there that's listening, you walk into a locker room, you always shake everybody's hand. You say, hey, what's up? I didn't get that. And it kind of hurt because nobody knows for the most part what I've been through, you know, and a lot of that now has turned into anger. And, you know, working with the younger guys, going back to Cal and Dustin. I mean, I'm not looking to go into October 9th and lose. You know, I've built up a lot of steam in SSW, and this show should have happened last year, but it got postponed due to COVID. And I haven't missed a day in the gym. I've been eating better. I'm down on weight. I'm a little more defined now than I once was, and I'm still improving. So, Cal, Dustin, you guys better bring your A game. And don't take me and Shay lightly. There's a reason why he's all day Marche Rocket. And you know I'm bringing the mustache. <laughs> yeah, Marche will bring it too. So that's going to be terrific. I can't wait to see that. Two veterans against two young guns should be very exciting at Face Your Fears on October the 9th. Now, Jordan, turning to you before we go, any immediate goals for you over the next few months? um i really think i'm I'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing keep training in the gym keep training in the ring keep trying to branch out um i've already added some new companies to my list this year uh 2022 i hope to just keep doing that and keep branching out keep networking and keep uh keep on wrestling all right as usual before we wrap up shows i always like to ask the guests uh, promote their social media, whatever merchandise you have and whatever upcoming events. So Dave, you go ahead first, sir. I haven't really been uh, up to date with my Facebook, um, but it's Dave Rydell under Facebook, R-Y-D-E-L-L. I've kind of switched platforms over to Instagram more. I feel it's a little bit more positive of an atmosphere, less politics, Um, but it's uh, Dave Rydell under Instagram. And I also have, the Rydell Gallery for any uh, wrestling memorabilia, TV, movie, video game, um, prop replicas, 3D printing, stuff along those lines. Um, I kind of showcase off a lot of my stuff that I've built over the years and, you know, store finds, figures, that t- type of thing. And anything other than uh, SSW uh, down the line for you, Dave? Oh. I had, uh, I had a few promoters reach out. Um, I kind of, I don't know if I made the wrong choice, but I had just said I wasn't ready to come back, uh, you know, more of a full-time thing at that moment. Cause I was waiting to see where the crowds go. I know a lot of the States, you know, are open, but you know, we closed back down in Illinois with the masks and the social distancing. So You know, I wanted to kind of sit back and wait and see how it goes, because to be honest, looking at a lot of the promotions, even ones that I wanted to reach out and try and work for, if the crowd really wasn't there, I I just kind of I felt like waiting, 
Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people are still kind of scared to go out to shows um, and living at home. And a lot of people, it's been, it's been hard on a lot of people right now. Um, I'm hoping moving forward that everything bounces back as it usually does, but I guess it was just the the time game with that. Um, but yeah, I, I plan on being back at uh, GLCW when Dave will have me. I plan on being back with Powell. Um, still talking with the uh, guys at CSW. Um, and I know there's a ton of new promotions popping up. So wrestling's booming right now. Don't let anybody fool you. Um, it's just, I think right now it's a great time for a wrestling fan. It's an even better time if you're a young aspiring wrestler. Absolutely. Uh, the scene on the independent scene, as well as um, blowing up in both Chicago and Southeast Wisconsin. Yeah, we got the Midwest right now is on fire. I mean, if you're going to find talent that's top tier, I have a good feeling most of it's going to be Midwest talent. Yes. Jordan, now, what about your social, your merch, and any upcoming events you have? Um, upcoming events, October 9th at the Broadstop, obviously, and then October 16th for Warrior Wrestling in Chicago Heights. Uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is all at the Jordan Cross. And then I also have a pro wrestling tease store. Um, links can be found on all my social media. Awesome. Once again, the show is SSW slash Sports and Signings. Face Your Fierce, Saturday night, October the 9th. Tickets are still available. That'll be at the Broad Stop in Kenosha, Wisconsin, just north of the Illinois-Wisconsin state line, Highway 50 and I-94. Uh, they do a great job with shows. Come up there and check it out. Windy City Slam will be there as well. Very excited to see both Dave and Jordan in action that night. And once again, guys, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you, Mike. It's been a long time waiting to do this with you, other than on your doorstep. <laughs> but, you know, we found the right time and the right place. All right, Jordan, thank you too, sir. Thank you, Mike. Great time talking to Jordan Cross and a very passionate Dave Rydell. Very, very much looking forward to them wrestling at SSW slash sports and signings. Face your fears. That's Saturday night, October the 9th at the Broadstop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. All right, everybody. Next week on the podcast, we'll recap some of the events from this past weekend. Plus, a little bit more talk about Face Your Fears right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.